Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child's Advocates. Your voice, their future, on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Friday, September the 22nd. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. It is Friday. <laughs> Friday. Uh, this is the last full day of summer, everybody, before fall officially arrives tomorrow. That'll be just in time for the annual Circle City Classic Parade and football game. We'll have more on that shortly. Right now, let's bring in our contributing analyst, James Patterson. <laughs> Good afternoon, James. Uh, hey, Tina. You know what? I think Sky works all week long to be able to play that applause line when you come in on Friday, just just because it's Friday. You know what? That very well could be. I'll have to check. I, I never thought of it that way. Is that a yeah. thing? Okay, yeah. Sky is saying, I, uh, we don't know. <laughs> it could be a thing. It could be a thing. So. And I know you're like, you've been like... The busy beaver today. So yeah. thank you for thank you for coming in and starting your show. Well, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. It's, yeah, yeah it's a couple of things, and then you know a meeting in between, and a couple more things, and so we're we're getting there though. We're getting there though. Uh, of course, this is a classic weekend. It I, is you know? classic weekend. It is yeah. indeed. Um, the um, the weather for uh, this weekend should be picture perfect throughout this first weekend of fall, don't you think? I'm not going to spoil your intro there. It's going to be beautiful. Today, we're going to get up towards 84, 85 degrees. With, uh, let me check my window here again. I only see a few cirrus and, and puffy clouds. Um, so, I, you know... It's just going to be a beautiful day, a little bit warm. You may see some sweat drops on the brow, mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, this is summer extending, and that will happen again tomorrow. Um, maybe a little bit touch cooler, Tina, uh, but still, it's going to be right around the low to mid-80s tomorrow. Beautiful weather. There is a low out to our west. We don't think it's going to get here. Don't think you'll see any precip raindrops tomorrow. So go out and enjoy it. Indeed, indeed. Well, um, James, as you said, it is a Circle City Classic weekend. And as we speak right now going on, I I didn't get a seat at the table, but that's okay. That's okay <laughs> because I, I need to be here. No, uh, it's the annual coaches luncheon uh, underway downtown at the Indiana Convention Center. Uh, and that's always a, a good thing. And, and a big, it's always a fun yeah. time. Always a fun time. But no, I, I need to be here. Uh, and so we are well represented down there. So uh, later this afternoon, uh, that talent career fair we spoke about earlier this week with um, IBE President Alice Watson. And then at four, uh, the pep rally after that. 
at the Cabaret at uh, Clues Hall. And, of course, tomorrow is the Circle City Classic Parade, which steps off downtown at 10. Uh, we'll all be there. Uh, the tailgate, then uh, the game at 3, and after the game, a whole lot more. So uh, just go, if you want to find out about everything and the timing and the locations and all the different stuff, go to our website, praiseindy.com. We've got it all posted there. Or uh, you can go to circlecityclassic.com. And, um, you know, also tomorrow, James, uh, I just want to make sure that we we get this in. We would be remiss um, if we did not remind those in our community of another uh, event tomorrow, and that is the memorial service for Michael Chappelle, uh, otherwise known as Mike Trees. Uh, uh, Mike Trees, as you'll recall, was tragically gunned down in a triple shooting two weeks ago over Labor Day weekend uh, on the northwest side near 37th and uh, MLK. Uh, Chappelle was so many things to the community, including a music promoter, community activist, a peace and anti-violence advocate, which makes his death, his shooting death, the violent shooting death, that much more uh, tragic and troubling. And he, he's just a beloved, uh, caring friend to hundreds. He's helped uh, find their way uh, in their life and in his. Uh, I never met him, never knew him, although I did know about him uh, through Ebony, uh, Ebony Chappelle, of course, his daughter and our former colleague. Uh, but... Um, just sounds like uh, just an, uh, a fantastic person. And uh, Ebony, yeah. um, you know, again, our former colleague here, Ebony shared with me uh, that his celebration of life is going to be held tomorrow, uh, also tomorrow, September 23rd, at the Kingdom Apostolic Ministries. Uh, that's at 4900 East 38th Street. Again, tomorrow, Kingdom Apostolic Ministries, 4900 East 38th Street. Uh, viewing will be at the hall from 930 until noon and Ebony stresses that this will be the only time for the viewing slash visitation uh, services are going to start promptly uh, at noon. So if you want to come and, and pay your respects, uh, uh, 9.30 until noon out there at 4900 East 38th Street will be the uh, time, and 4900 East 38th Street will be the place. Um, Ebony also shares that a repast is going to be held from 4 until 6 at the AMP. That's at 16 Tech, which is located at 1220 uh, Waterway Boulevard. So um, 1220 Waterway Boulevard again tomorrow, 9.30 until noon, uh, viewing and visitation for those who want to come and pay their respects to Mike Trees. Uh, and then uh, services at noon um, at the Kingdom Apostolic Ministries, 4900 East 38th Street, and then a repass, a community repass, um, from 4 to 6 at the Amp at uh, 16 Tech 1220 Waterway uh, Boulevard. So, you know, again, we wanted to make sure that we uh, reminded our community of the opportunity to go and uh, pay your respects to uh, Mike Trees. Ebony and and the rest of the Chappelle family. Um, yeah, James, what a great individual. Too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. get a, the pleasure of meeting him. Yeah. Either, but you know, uh, he he just uh, did so much mm -hmm. in the community in his own right, and was tragically uh, yeah. taken taken from us. Feels like uh, it feels like I knew him though. Uh, yeah, but it yeah, just uh, and uh, to the best of my knowledge. Um, there is still uh, the there hasn't been an arrest in that. No, there's that, an ongoing investigation. Ongoing investigation, right. and you know we're hoping the the uh, the community um, 
you know, pulls up. together and steps up yeah. and helps us uh, bring these people, person or whoever, to justice. Yeah. Uh, because, um, yeah, they they got one. They got a. Uh, yeah. We don't want them to get away a, with it. Yeah. That's right. They got a. They got a really took away a real uh, community mm-hmm. uh, activist and and worker who made a big difference in our community uh is one of the unsung heroes it's, yeah you know yeah. a person that is just below the surface but does kind of all the work and that's usually how it happens yeah indeed um james uh we're going to open the lines uh and and do some some week in review 317-239-1310 uh that's going to be the show today open lines and week in review um Again, it's been a, a while since we've been able to, to do a show that is just open lines and we can review, which we typically do on Friday. So we're, you know, we're, we're kind of getting back to uh, to our regular Friday routine. And, and, you know, certainly we'll be able to start with that today with open lines and we can review 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. You know, questions what, or comments ready. Yeah, get them ready. Get them going. Yeah. Well, well, I have one. And um, that's because there was an update today on. Uh, from the Marion County Sheriff's Department um, regarding the um, the accidental release of uh, the murder suspect from Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, and the, the latest word uh, this morning is that uh, Mr. Mason... Uh, is not believed to still be in Indianapolis. He's not believed exactly. to still be here. Uh, that's what invest. They wouldn't elaborate, uh, but they said that they do not believe he is still here in Indianapolis. They wouldn't say where they think he is. Um, they wouldn't say too much more, except that uh, they're continuing. Uh, you know, they're continuing the investigation. Uh, I think a ten thousand dollar reward is now being offered. Uh, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a ten thousand dollar reward in that one. I'm trying. Yes, I, I'm it getting is. them yes, all. Yes, it is, Tina, and it is all over the national news. Well, we... don't you think? I mean, come <laughs> on, James, come on, Wendy. How do you how do you sit on something like that for six days? Days, yeah. That that's really the question that's been asked. And <laughs> that's the story. I mean, yeah. It was a it was a strategic call. That I think a lot, I know a lot of people are questioning. I mean, you know, I mean, they probably could have got him back if they would have just put his picture out there real fast as soon as they figured out he was gone um, before he got out of the area. Because yeah. they arrested, I believe, his girlfriend. Yes, his girlfriend has been arrested. Um, for assisting a criminal, and it was mm-hmm. said that she allegedly bought him a cell phone. I mean, oh. time to do all that stuff. Uh, she had time. They, they gave him time. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. They gave him time. Uh, 28-year-old Kevin Mason. That's who they're looking for. 28-year-old Kevin Mason. Um, Mistakenly released from an adult detention center right here. And um, uh, it it was on the 13th of September when he was uh, uh, just walked out. Yeah. Uh, just walked out and, uh, you know, it's... it's happy as a lark. I mean... I bet he has. He's got a cell phone? Yeah. Yeah, she's a you know. <laughs> I mean, but they one thing about it though about the national news reports, they have put his picture all over this country. Yeah, so yeah, and that helps. Not gonna that helps. Have too many no. um, boards to hide under. Well, we but then again, will he, James? I mean, he could be out of the country by now. He could. He very well could Mexico be out of Canada. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah he or could somewhere be out else. Of the he could uh, be out of the Islands. Yeah. 
So, you know, the manhunt is underway. You know, he's suspected in a 2021 killing uh, in Minneapolis, killing of another man in, in Minneapolis and um, had some strong ties here in Indianapolis, of course, obviously. Girlfriend bought him himself. But she, yeah, she's in jail now, huh? Yeah, she's in jail. I haven't heard what her bond is, mm -hmm. but they probably won't be too anxious to let her out, no matter what her bond is. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll probably, you know, they, they can do a 72-hour hold. Um, they can ask the judge for extended hold mm -hmm. because she helped him once, uh, somebody who's on the run, saying that she might help him again if she gets out. Uh, so there's lots of things they can do mm -hmm. to get around that, you know, the 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 great privilege we have yeah. of, of bond and bail in this nation. Yeah. He was arrested on the 11th and walked out on the 13th. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Two, days it, two days and in there. Two days in He was wanted, I think, for murdering. Yeah, him. well, it was three, it says three warrants out of Minnesota, including one asking that he be held in suspicion of murder in connection with the 2021 shooting in Minneapolis. Uh, so, so more than murder, murder and, and some other stuff. I think parole violation, firearms possession, some other stuff. Um, you know, just uh, just not, you know, not not a good situation. So, no, the, the girlfriend that was arrested's name is Desiree or Desiree Oliver. Um, and mm. she was arrested after being brought in for questioning. Mm. Um, and they learned um, that she allegedly uh, helped her man out and, you know, helped him to get get away. Mm. Yeah. All righty. 317-239-1310. James, uh, uh, well, let, let's go to the phone lines. A couple of other things wanted to uh, to talk about. But that was that was something from uh, earlier this week, you know, when we uh, we got the news and then they've been updating uh, periodically, and so hopefully he'll be apprehended. Like you say, now that it's a national uh, a, a story nationally, he's going to be cornered if he's not already out of the country. Yeah, we it should we be all hope. Yeah, indeed. Three one seven two three nine thirteen ten. Lifestyles, how are you? Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Lifestyles. Hey, Happy what's Friday. Going on? Yeah. Hi, Lifestyles. Hey, hey. Um, you know, we kind of talked about a little while ago. Um, I think Indiana does a lot different from other states, and uh, I'm begin I think you all are starting to begin to see what I'm saying. Um, we kind of push things back when it comes to police. I don't know what it is about Indiana, but I watch a lot of TV. I see a lot of things going on, a lot of different cases. And it seems like when there's a police, act police action shooting or anything to do with the police or somebody escaping or whatever, it's immediately released. It's not pushed to, to the side for two or three weeks to kind of go through things. Um, yeah. So the public needs to know certain things about yeah. what's going on with the police. Bottom line, why is it that in Indiana and Indianapolis, um, the police kind of get away with pushing things back? I mean, it doesn't, you know, why do they get away with that? Um, and for six Indiana, days, for six days. I mean, come on, six that. days for somebody that isn't supposed to be released is not acceptable for the community, period. Somebody needs to be accountable for that, I, I would say, right? I would definitely well, I say would, that. <laughs> that was the very first uh, thing I said when we yeah, first mentioned uh, it on this show. I definitely said that. And the other thing, uh, let's, let's go on the other side of this. I know, uh, you know, there, the, the biggest thing is that somebody died, and we don't know the circumstances to it. But let's say this. If I was a murder suspect 
and you were a murder suspect and you were released on accident. Um, do you think that they should be mad at him for just walking out? I mean, I mean, are they? I mean, are they mad at him for walking out? I mean, he didn't escape. I mean, and should we I mean, really no, be mad at no his girlfriend? Mad at him, should we be mad? Don't you think? Right. I mean, but his girlfriend should we really be? And his Go girlfriend, ahead. we I don't think we ought to be upset with her as his girlfriend. I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, no. No. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> escape though, oh. Tina. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. We. I'm no. With his wife. No. I mean, no. No. Oh. No. Where she no. knew he. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. You know. I mean. She, no. Oh, we're right just, and wrong. Okay. okay. We're just gonna say know, wrong man. is wrong. Wrong is yeah, wrong. Okay. Right wrong is right. wrong. Wrong is wrong. All right, okay. So you don't, say, <laughs> you don't come stand by your man or woman. <laughs> stand by them all you want, but when they're right, you say hey, Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, Bonnie stood by her and she got filled full of holes. So. Yeah, I mean, you stand by them all you want, but right is right and wrong is wrong. Still. And, well, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this too. I hope nobody gets injured, hurt, murdered, or killed while he is out on the on the. Yeah, um, I know sometimes when people are released like this, I do understand sometimes if it's something violent, they might do something violent again. So I hope that this doesn't happen well, again while he's out. I hope he's, you know, if he's he's supposed to be in jail, then I hope that's what happens. Like, well, sheer, sheer know, desperation you know, lifestyles, crimes have to be committed to survive. I mean, just, just right. sheer desperation. And and we right. saw the, the, the path of that guy that had everybody, you know, what was it, two or three weeks he was on the run uh the the, uh-huh. the crab crawler that went up the wall i mean he was robbing garages and right and right. and stealing cars and everything so there there's going to have to be some type of a crime committed whether somebody does it willingly like the girlfriend or you know he you know whatever but no and, and the families of the alleged victim mr mason's alleged That's what victim, I'm saying. they've I, I, been all I, over tv yeah. saying man we are scared you know we're yeah there, there's that there's that. So, yeah, you know. Right. I hope he, he, he needs to be back where he's supposed to be. And like I said, I hope nobody, you know, gets hurt in the process of him being out. Um, you know, it would be that would be totally unfortunate. But the, you know what, though, lifestyles, the odds of that went up exponentially. They, they just went way, way, way up when he was right. uh, released. There's, you have to, right. And the messed up part about that is you got to trace it all the way back to who released him on accident. Well, they're gone. Well, they have to deal with that one. If something happens you know, tragically, they have to lay with that one. That's unfortunate. I, I think you're underlying, if I'm right, I might be wrong, but your underlying feeling is, hey, this justice system it has not worked for us. It's treated us it's not horribly. Working. No, he shouldn't have been. That shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't happen, James. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, I was just but playing no, devil, I'm, What I'm saying like all this, hey, as a, as a black male, the justice system it's just us. You know what I mean? It has not worked for That's us. pretty much it. So, I mean, you're, yeah, yes, so right. he gets out, you're, so kind of par for the course, but still, he he, he murdered somebody, allegedly, of his allegedly, own color. Right. So, right. you know, that needs to be adjudicated as well for what he did. We have to right is right, right. and wrong is wrong. I know what you're saying, though. That's true. You, I, I agree. I agree on that one, but remember the systemic thing, too, about us yeah. killing each other. Remember, that's a systemic thing. That's, yeah. that's just inbred in us if it's in our culture and we're around that, we're going to kill what's around us. If we live in the white area, we kill white people. I'm just saying, we can't, we can't keep, to me, we can't keep saying black on black. I know it's black on black, but it's, it's the environment that you're in. If you're in a black environment, impoverished, you're going to 
you know, crowd. You're going to scratch and try to get up, like we talked about a few days ago, about crabs in the bucket thing. You know, we shouldn't be crabs in the bucket. No, we shouldn't. But unfortunately, some of us are in that bucket. And, yeah, you know, well, we have to think to get different. Out of it, you know, we have to think. We different. do need to think. We, you know, lifestyles. There's right. yeah. There, there's a difference right. between understanding the root causes and doing nothing, and then you you have to act on it. You you know, at some point in time, you have to act to correct. That that type of thinking and that you know if if we've been if, we if to, wrong thinking has been poured into us we've got to unpour right. it. Yeah, we're we capable. We have to some sort capable. of way. Yeah, because I mean, so, I by us saying nothing it, wrong with understanding it, it. And telling it, but by saying it's not doing it. We got to teach and tell and talk to these young guys that mm-hmm. are willing to listen to us. You know, us older yeah. you know guys, black men or women too. Just you know, if willing to listen, we need to spew that 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 education. Onto them that wisdom constantly. because they definitely yeah. need constantly. it. They definitely constantly. need it. Yeah. And, then and pray, I agree and with you. Against, we, you know, uh, I, I'm sick of seeing if it, however I say it, what I'm environmental or uh, the, I'm tired of seeing it too. I'm tired of seeing it too. I'm sick of it. Pray against the spirit of murder. That That's going to be effective. Can I say right one there. more thing real fast yeah. that I thought yeah, about yeah. the other day? I was talking to George. Okay, so let's think about this. When they gave per- permitless carry here, yeah. they they backed up to see if this was like, – I've been saying this for a few days, a project, a project, a project, an experiment, an experiment, an experiment. This could actually be an experiment. Think about it. Seriously. No it could be. It could be. But, but think, 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 think too about Malcolm X. The most famous picture of him is pointing his finger at his head. Think, uh-huh. think, think, black man. Yes. Think. Absolutely, this could be an experiment. You, yes, we need to think. Yes, you you let them go out without gun, without permitless. You know, no, you no, you just go by your gun. It's that was horrible. Felt, it was horrible. It was right. Let's see how many of these young people kill each other without us having to kill kill them. Let's see how many kill each other. Let's just sit back and see. Let's just see back, sit back and see. That's what I'm saying, James. This could actually be an experiment. I'm not saying conspiracy. I'm saying think about it. Just think like you said, think. This could be an experiment, absolutely, that we can't unjust because the Republicans or whoever passed the bill aren't going to budge, budge on it. Period. Uh, yeah, and and I mean that that's one way. Thank you, thank you, lifestyles. I appreciate it. And and I guess that's a thought. Uh, I just keep getting back to a political meal ticket. I mean that that this is this was politically expedient. It was. Uh, it was politically, and they are insufferable, insufferable, and narcissist, yeah. insufferably narcissistic yeah. about their politics and power, and whatever it takes to hold on to that, they will do. I don't know if it was that deeply thought out about erasing, um, uh, you know, uh, whatever. I think it was selfishly done to punch that political meal ticket so that they can keep in power and keep doing what they want to do. And whatever it takes, be it, um, uh, you know, women's rights or whatever. Yeah, anything, anything to get it done. That's that's the environment that we're in right now. I just don't. I mean, I'm like I said, that's a thought. Uh, but but my thoughts uh, race quickly to um, uh, narcissistic politics. That's where my thoughts race to when it comes to that. So, and they do it over and over. And they do it over and over and over again because they know they can't win, so they change the rules. Uh, and it's all about power, staying in power. 
Um, so anyway, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Dorothy, uh, go ahead. How are you? Hi. Um, so I just had a couple of comments that I wanted to make in regards to um, the case with Mr. Mason. Two things that stand out to me is um, with the young lady, the girlfriend, I think we jumped to conclusions that she knew what was going on. I could very well see him calling her saying, hey, I was released. Um, and her not know that it was an escape, and then she did whatever she did at that particular time. Now, granted, what he did or what he's alleged to have done is horrible. Um, I believe he needs to be apprehended and um, brought up and held accountable for whatever those charges are, and I pray that nobody else is hurt during the process. Um, but I think we just to conclusions to say that she knew what was going on initially and that she and, um, abated him in any way. Ultimately, the fault lies with the sheriff's department, right? They're the ones yeah. who released them. Well, I, I, yeah, wholeheartedly agree that 100% the fault lies with the sheriff's department. And I'm not for, you know, wrong is wrong and right is right. But we can't just assume that she knew that he was escaping, and now they're trying to hold her accountable for aiding and abetting. That doesn't just my thought. Mm. Um, she, what did she say? She, she, she can't. We can't assume that he knew. That we can't assume that she knew that he. Um, that she didn't know that he wasn't released. Um, and yeah, that she, she may have thought, well, they, you know, he could have told her, Hey, um, they got the wrong guy and they let me out and I'm good to go. And so, you know, what have you? She's innocent until proven guilty. She's innocent until proven guilty there, but there, there had to be something within that investigation of her that within the conversation or with whatever it was that was lining up or wasn't lining up. Uh, there had to be a, a reasonable suspicion that she did, and maybe she and, didn't. And there has to be a reasonable suspicion that she knew that Mr. Mason was in jail for murder. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't get out for that. I mean, you get bonded for just about every other alleged crime, but not murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but is Dorothy still there or is she gone? Dorothy, are you still there? Yes, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, but your point is well taken. Maybe she didn't. But like Tina said, they interviewed her, and, and usually, uh, you know, they don't arrest until they till they have probable cause. So they don't know what they found. Right. So, and, and so along those lines, I guess my concern then goes back to what I perceive as being a cover-up, right? You waited six days, and, you know, I personally think, and I don't know because I don't work in the sheriff's office, but I don't know that they knew that he was mistakenly released right away. I think it took him a couple of days to realize it, um, 
or maybe even a whole shift. Yeah. What what they're Dorothy, what they're reporting in in this is what they're reporting. Again, we don't know, but this is what they are reporting. This is what they're sharing with reporters and, and we have to understand this is what that is and not you know, maybe an investigation later will show that that's not the case. But right now, our best information is what they're reporting and they're reporting that it took six hours before they realized he was gone. Six right, hours. Right, and I agree. And I and I just I just am making a point that they're not always forthcoming as well. Um there's a lot of things that as the case goes on or as the manhunt goes on that will probably come to light. And I just you know, hope that they are transparent because you can't fix the problem if you don't really know what it is, right? So you can't do all these cover-up things and make these excuses to the public and the powers that be to try to cover up what mistakes were without really systematically figuring out what the problem was and what we need to do to fix it going forward. Yeah, okay. Uh, any any more on that, James? No, no. I mean, what we're going to see, I mean, her case will be coming up, and I'm sure they'll be reporting on that as mm-hmm. to what she knew and then what uh, the real uh, timeline was, you know. Uh, like you said, it's reported now they, they found that uh, out that he was gone after six hours, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So, and then we got to figure out how that can be prevented from ever happening again. So, well, you know, it's it's happened before. Who was it? A friend of mine who is a uh, uh, she works in education and she was asking me, didn't this happen again uh, earlier? And so she went back in her, I guess, in November of 22, uh, something similar happened is what she was telling me. And I forgot to write it down or look it up. So it's not like it's the first time that they, you know, someone has been. Um, she was just saying that it sounds like there's some administrative issues down there that need to be tightened up because yeah, they're this, claiming yeah, you know, staffing issues are down 300 deputies, but yeah. that's a brand new justice center, yeah. $70 million dollar justice center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they mm-hmm. gotta, we can't have that. No, no. But let's uh, let's take a quick break here, and we'll be back with more uh, Community Connection. Tina Cosby and James Patterson, open lines, and we can review 317-239-1310. We will be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson, on an Open Lines Week in Review Friday. James, um, when you were last with us uh, on Wednesday, you were kind of struggling a little bit with your with your fatigue. Uh, how are you? How are you doing today? Have you? You would bring that up again. <laughs> well, I was just wondering. I just want to know how you're doing. That's all. I'm doing real good, Miss Tina Cosby. Yeah. I am a lot better. Um, you mm. know. Just, just got a little more rest, so that really happens. I mean, after the activities I had over the past couple of weeks, traveling out of town, mm-hmm. you know, doing some of the chores that I'm doing, plus the jobs I'm doing, mm-hmm. um, you know, just – and then plus – as you mentioned, Wednesday, and we're saying again today, you and I are still coming out of COVID. So that, that you know, I, I'm not convinced that, that 
there are not like long-term effects of that, even if you get over it, like Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Vegan. Um, you know, maybe even, not in my case, but I think I might have experienced it when we were during the pandemic, but a little brain fog. And I mean, we just don't know what side effects this disease has because it's still new on our radar. Mm. And so, but all in all, I'm better. And I thank you for asking. Oh, yeah. Well, the the fatigue, I think, is a real thing. I, I mean, who am I to say exactly? But um, I will say that the first time I caught it, um, it took about a month before I stopped feeling just beat up. I mean, even though I was negative, yeah. before I stopped feeling just totally drained. I mean, as soon as I would get home, I'd hop in the bed. Uh, yeah. And and I would sleep well, you know, because sometimes, yeah. you know, it's hard to go to sleep when uh, things are da- dancing and running through your, your head. But I would sleep. And I definitely remember that the first time. Uh, this time, um, I remember it, it's just a, the, the and, and the, the nagging headache. This time didn't have the headache, like I was saying. And, and we're repeat, I, I'm repeating myself, but um, not as fatigued, but a different, var- uh, you know, more likely than not, the chances are almost 100 percent that I have a different variant, that I caught a different variant than I did the first yeah, time. But you still uh, didn't get the full brunt like I did for my mm-mm. first. No, no, but I didn't, I didn't get hit by a truck. No. <laughs> That's about what it was like. You mm-hmm. know? So many people and, have described this. They feel like you've been hit by a Mack truck. Yeah. Um, so as my grandmother used to call them, so yeah. So it takes your body a while to. I, I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, to get but, over that, uh, and uh, yeah, it's draining. I don't care how old you are. It's, mm-hmm. it's draining. It's draining. The, the the unbelievable fatigue, and um, yeah. you know, and I still a little bit, you know, have a little bit of. You know, whatever, but not not too too terribly much. I mean, I'm okay. Nothing like it was when I caught it the first time. Well, so. ho- hopefully, you built antibodies mm. to the first strain and this latest strain. Well, in uh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I I tested Monday negative, Tuesday Monday no Sunday 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 was the first time. Sunday negative, Monday negative, Tuesday negative. So I'm not going to waste too many more tests, but three in a <laughs> row, three in a row tell me I'm pretty safe. And then it says after you know to wear a mask a couple of days after you you test negative and I did that a few days after that just to make sure that your negative test holds and so you don't have any rebound or anything and so I did all of that so I should you know you should be you know, carrying on. going to send them out again free Tina. Yeah 
yes, yes. Thank you for that. Yes, absolutely. Um, do you have that website? I meant to put that down here today. The government is going to be. Thank you, James. See, there's a reason that we got you right here. Um, uh, everybody, the government is going to. Uh, Joe Biden, I think, made his administration made over six hundred million dollars available for the purchase of more. Uh, at-home COVID test kits. And if you'll recall, these kits were offered uh, a couple of different times during the pandemic, uh, and you're allowed uh, four tests per household free. And the site, the website was supposed to be up uh, pretty soon. Let me see where it is. It was supposed to be up and active pretty soon. Um, uh, free COVID uh, test kits. Here we go. www covid.gov and um, it's free at home COVID-19 tests www.covid.gov and I think you can request them there. I'm clicking on it now. Yep. Is it up and active? Because I I looked at that uh, when they first Yeah, I looked at it when it was uh, it looked like it was getting ready to go live in a day or two and I I said oh I got to make sure we get that on the air. Here's Uh, what Uh, It says the banner, the blue banner at the top, uh, it says beginning, I'm trying to get rid of this, beginning September 25th, every U.S. household can again place an order. 25th. Uh Uh-huh, that's September 25th. Okay, so Monday. That's coming up Monday. Yeah, that's timely. Can can begin to receive four more free COVID-19 rapid tests delivered directly to their home. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. So uh, the 19th, I mean, the 25th uh, is when we'll remind everybody that that website will be uh, ready to go. And you tested the test and it says, and I don't know where you got yours from, whether it came from the government or not. Before you throw out expired tests, then you click on this, this highlighted link, Check to see if your COVID-19 tests expiration dates have been extended. So you can even go there, covid.gov forward slash test. And then if you have tests from from previous, uh, you know, from from the government previously, then you can uh, go there to covid yeah, most of the uh, most of the expiration on on a lot of the uh, the test kits, they found that they're uh, better than they originally thought, and so most of those expiration dates are uh, have been extended. So yeah. yeah, so that's what they said. You can check there unless you got them at the very beginning. It looks like most of them, like you said, uh, can be uh, have been extended the expiration date, and you can use them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can use them. Uh, use them, use them, use them. Everybody's going to be using a lot of them. So I'm going to get mine Monday as soon as they start becoming available. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 317-239-1310. 317-239-1310. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Hey, Ken. Hey, James. How are you guys doing? Doing good, doing good. You weren't, you weren't first up today like Helen Thomas. Oh, I thought I'd just sit back and... And pick and choose my comrades in arms of... Uh, speak to your mind, but actually I was doing some paperwork. Okay, yeah, that's so that's excuse, man. Yeah, so that's why I was unable to uh, get to line, but you know, I was listening, I was listening, good stuff there, and uh, and just by the way, two sheriff employees were terminated because of that. Yeah, they uh, were, they were, and they were released because of, uh, and two, two I don't know, 
and, and that, that's pretty, you know, I was, I was, in fact, I was, yeah, it's made national news, all, all the major networks covered it, and uh, obviously this is a pretty tough ombre. I just wonder if uh, leaving his girlfriend high and dry in the jailhouse is, uh, <laughs> I wonder how, how she's feeling right about now. You know, she thought she was Bonnie, but obviously he's no Clyde, so. Well, you know, and there's the there was the caller that said maybe she knew nothing about any of it, and so she, you know, possibly was duped by him and, and got sent to jail for it. Uh, yeah, that's always possible. Yeah. But that is very possible. Maybe she didn't know, and mm-hmm. she was just going by the information that she he gave her, you know, so. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah maybe, maybe. Uh, they said the U.S. Marshals were looking for him, and, uh, you know, when Ten, ten grand that makes anybody uh yeah and a lot of things a little bit yeah you know that's, so, that's, that's his girlfriend's bail money to get out of jail ten thousand yeah probably well, I, I don't know what her bond would be I I don't but, know that's not you know but anyway I, I, I want to talk about uh one of these bums that uh wants to be governor and that's Mike Braun yeah I know he's not a bum but he's a bum morally he endorsed Trump imagine that. Well, when did he do that? I was looking on his website, and uh, he endorsed Trump for president. Well, I mean, okay. Birds of the same feather flock together. That's what they always tell me. Yeah, he is a Republican. Yeah, it's not unusual. Trump's got the majority of their votes right now, Mm -hmm. according to the polls. But I heard something that was really interesting, that it's it's, it's a... that it may not be in Trump's best interest to debate anyone because, you know, because, uh, you know, not, not, not are calling uh, Trump's agent to question. He's 77, and, you know, he's a little bit, let's put it mild, he's a, he's, he's a bit unhinged. Would you guys agree? Well, he's going, you know, I mean, right now he's facing a lot of stuff, and um, I don't see how he runs for president um after all these these charges, ninety one, mm-hmm. you know, separate charges and and trials for facing four trials, mm-hmm. I, I don't see how he he gets there myself. Was maybe somebody could tell me how? And 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 uh, you, you, you know, his partner in crime, Rudy Giuliani, is flat broke. Now he's being sued by 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 the two black ladies down here in uh, Georgia for the same. Well, hasn't he been? I, he's been found liable. Uh, to, so he owes them money. Yes, and he owes his lawyers. His lawyers. And he owes his he owes, lawyers. Owes, yeah. Yeah, for nearly two million dollars. Well, was it liable? Or he, yeah, because I think he's been found liable for their legal fees and something else, wasn't it? Oh James? yeah, for the legal fees and yeah. uh, emotional distress because they they received yeah. threats and and uh, you know their reputation was you know you know I mean I think it's been pretty much restored, but you know. But they just got unwanted attention by some of them. You know, these MAGA folks are kind of nuts anyway. So, but anyway, so. And now so you think uh, now, now Trump we, should, not, should not skip the uh, the debate coming up? Uh, yeah, they, they, they say it might be a good idea. He does attend none of the debate because he, he's got like double-digit uh, uh, lead over his closest opponent. Ron DeSantis is crashing, which is no surprise. And... Uh, I mean, he got about a, you know, he got the he got the personality of a porcupine. So, uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I just you know, Mike Braun. Uh, you know, uh, this this guy. Of course, he was the guy to say he was against mixed marriages and all that good stuff. And uh, he tried to backtrack it, but I don't think it was a Freudian slip. But I'm just saying what I'm what I'm the point I'm trying to say. Mike Braun might be 
might want to be careful because everybody that has been associated with Trump, either they end up in jail, in a courtroom, or they're, or they're broke. And Trump is out there playing golf. So what is it about Trump that people feel they need to hang out with and it doesn't end very well with him? What is your take on it, Tina and James? You know what? I'm tired of trying to figure it out because I, you know, the, my my take on it is that um, that that's a certain segment of our population that we just have to write off. I mean, um, in terms of trying to figure out, they are who they are. They are what they are. They do what they do. Um, and we just, I mean, they they've been cer- certain. I, I think a, a certain portion of them have been radicalized and have no idea that they have been radicalized. Um, and I think a certain portion of them just like they, that's what they want. That's how they identify, you know, uh, it's, yeah. it's hard to get into and figure out, you know, what or what it, it's just hard. It's just really, really hard for someone who doesn't see things from that perspective to understand how someone could see things from that perspective. I mean, but, you had all these prestigious people and I, 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 I close it is. People like William Barr, Dr. Uh, what's that crazy doctor up in Detroit, black doctor, what's his name? Uh, uh, ben Carson. Ben, ben Carson, yeah, that nut job. Uh, all these guys who had extinguished careers, and you throw your lot in with a, a grifter, a sexual predator, a man who had who has questionable business dealings, uh, a known con man. Why would you tie your wagon to this guy? I mean... I'm not trying to be naive or anything. I, I got to, you know, but, and, and now these people, their reputations are damaged. Damaged. Well, you know, that's that's the that's the calculation that they made. I mean, you know, I I I say the same thing oh, about this. So, yeah, the the uh, the evangelical uh, Christian uh, pastors who uh, overlooked uh, Christianity uh, to support criminality. Um, and so, therefore, that 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 doesn't really bode well for a lot of people either. Yeah, so. Hey, hey, can I say one more last thing, and I promise to hang up. I'm glad you brought up the white evangelicals. And if there's any white evangelicals listening, I know you listen to Tina Cosby show, but when James is on there, because, you know, you guys are afraid of James, you're afraid of Tina, I want to let you white evangelicals know one thing. Jesus Christ was not a blonde-haired, blue-eyed white guy. Do you know the guy that you supposedly worship kind of looked like the, the two people that they got in that studio right there? I mean, I mean I'm just saying this. Well, you know, and, and Jeff, um, <laughs> reality is overrated. You know, it's just uh, reality. Truth is not truth anymore. Uh, what you say, all of those things are, you know, are overrated. And, you know, whatever their end game is, they're willing to uh, overlook, sacrifice, be hypocrite. They're willing to do it all to get to whatever the point is that they wanted to get to with whatever this particular human represents. And, you know, I guess I'll call him a human. But um, so, I mean, it, it, is. it, it just is. Yeah, you know, Tina, I, I I really, really agree with what you say about uh, reality. I mean, it almost seems like they're deluded, mm-hmm. deluded mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. truth. And, uh, uh, you know, how, how can you argue with the point that they just don't want to give up power when the handwriting is on the wall that they cannot continue they will not continue mm-hmm. to, um, you know, to, to subjugate and, um, you know, uh, rule over uh, a people 
who uh, who are just not having it anymore. I mean, they're just not going to take it. And so that's why you see these things like in Congress where there's, there's a handful of, of radical people who follow mm-hmm. Donald Trump are trying to shut down the government and do all sorts of mm-hmm. crazy things mm-hmm. because – you know, they're talking about, oh, well, we need to get the budget under control. The deficit is, you know, has grown to so many uh, trillion dollars. And look at your 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 um, your icon, the, the person you follow when he was in office, Donald Trump, the deficit ballooned, ballooned. I mean, they didn't have any problem with spending our money. And now it's 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 uh, it's a problem because uh the other parties in control. So it's just, like you said, hypocritical, and, and the people can see right through it. Mm-hmm. Yep, you can see right through it. So, um, you know, um, James, we talked about the Circle City Classic. Yeah. And I almost forgot. We got tickets. We got tickets to give away. We got to give away. How can, I, how can I forget that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't forget it. We just got to talking. You know, when you get to talking, you forget about they. You know, but it's right here in front of me. Uh, and, again, it is a big Circle City Classic weekend. Football game tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock, Lucas Oil Stadium. If you want a chance to win two free tickets, if you want a chance to win a pair of free tickets to the Circle City Classic, just text the word CLASSIC to the number 37890. Again, text the word CLASSIC to the number 37890 for your chance to win a pair of tickets to the Circle City Classic football game. Uh, As we've been saying for the past several days and weeks, uh, this year's game features Mississippi Valley State University and North Carolina Central University. And again, it's tomorrow, September 23rd, Lucas Oil Stadium, 3 o'clock. Tickets are on sale. At the Lucas Oil Stadium box office and at Ticketmaster.com, we're offering you a chance to try to grab a couple of free ones right now. So if you want to try and you want your chance to win two free tickets, text the word CLASSIC to the number 37890. Um, so, James, yeah, there's that. Um you know, one of the things, you know, what Jeff was talking about, uh, you know, presidential and, and, and the elections and things of that nature. Um, a recent uh, a CNN poll that everybody was talking about this morning has kind of just turned the tide on the discussion in the sense that it shows, apparently this, this new CNN poll shows Joe Biden is in New Hampshire, no doubt, but it shows Joe Biden ahead of Donald Trump by 12 points, which yeah. doesn't surprise anybody no joe biden is ahead of donald trump by 12 points in new hampshire according to a new newly released cnn poll right yeah we 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 have uh, you know polls polls as you know can change and go back and forth Mm -hmm. but i believe the people who follow this man know and many of them have said it in his own party, like Chris Christie and Nikki Haley, who are running for president in his own party, that he cannot win. He cannot win. He, I mean, he had a golden opportunity uh, when he ran against uh, Joe Biden to, to win a second term. And he, he was so repulsive, the things he did, the things he said, that he lost by more than 7 million votes. So, you know, I mean, it's just a fallacy. They're deluded. I, I, I don't know what it is or what else I can call it. it, it 
trying to hang on to power, like you said at the beginning, at all costs. I don't know. what What is it? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's it's the intoxication. You know, they're 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 power drunk. Yeah, um, they are absolutely power drunk and and afraid. You know, afraid. Uh, yeah. And they're they're throwing. Yeah. Uh, I call it throwing spaghetti up against the wall and see if it sticks. You know that old trick. To, if your spaghetti's done, it'll stick to the wall. If it's not done. <laughs> I, that, I had heard that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's not a good idea for the walls. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, if it sticks, it's done. You know, you, it, it's edible. If if it's not because you know al dente is one thing, not not too al dente is another. So you throw the spaghetti yeah. up against the wall. But um. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, I, I think it's a sad reminder that uh, this element of our society has never gone away. They've just become more vocal uh, with the permission granted by this demagogue, um, and that that's it's never gone away. It's always been simmering beneath the surface. I mean, we've just been managing as a nation and as a country to navigate around it, above it, you know, you you name it. Uh, but with all of that, it's just all that's come to the forefront. We've known that there's been hypocrisy uh, in in some of these uh, uh, you know, mega churches that have been exposed for their money making, hypocritical. You know that we know that their hypocrisy has always existed. They they just yeah. you know people are just showing their their true colors to me in, in a yeah. lot of ways. So just yeah. sh- showing true and, colors, but. Um... And, 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 you know, part of that is, well, the fact that uh, at, at the same time as the next Republican debate, he is going to, speaking of uh, Donald Trump, go to Detroit. Yeah, UAW. Uh, and try to woo automakers, but uh, yeah. as, uh, you know, as voters for him. But that, that that's not going to cut it. Uh, you know, profits at Ford. General Motors and Stellantis, which owns Chrysler mm-hmm. and Jeep, mm-hmm. have grown 92% over the last 10 years, from 2013 to 2022, well, last nine years, totaling, get this, Tina, $250 billion profits. I'm not saying sales. Profits have grown uh, to $250 billion. And they want to pay people $15 an hour to sit out there and sweat on that line or $16 an hour. Mm-hmm. You know, not, they do. you know, they have a, they have a, my sister was at the Chrysler plant in Belvedere before it closed and they do have a nice profit sharing plan, but this is ridiculous. It's way out of whack when people have to get food stamps or other help when they are working at an auto plant. It makes no sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. Hey, um, Lines are open, uh, 317-239-1310. Uh, got a call, got a couple of calls that we need to get to. Uh, so let's go ahead and get this uh, commercial break out of the way, and we'll get back to the phone lines right after this. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child's Advocates. Your voice, their future, on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we're back with Community Connection. Uh, Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson, heading into our second hour of the show. It's open lines. 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310, and we can review. Uh, James, um, some of the other... Other stories um, that 
Well, I guess it's been mostly all this week, mostly classic, uh, mostly classic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, uh, we were talking about the, the UAW strike right before the break. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's, that expanded today by almost half. Uh, there's, there was mm-hmm. 13,000 employees at three plants on strike. It was kind of a targeted strike. Uh, they just put the Toledo, Toledo, Ohio Assembly Complex, mm-hmm. which makes the Jeep Gladiator and Jeep Wrangler, on strike mm-hmm. beginning around noon today. Mm-hmm. Another, they added another 5,506 people on two shifts who will be uh, idled because of the strike. So UAW is ratcheting up the pressure on the uh, on the big three automakers to uh, you know to 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 get a deal done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the strategy uh, seems to be well thought out and well planned, and and is being applied. Yes, <laughs> it's, it's being applied. So, um, James, let's go back to the uh, to the phone lines. Yeah. Uh, 317-239-1310, 317-239-1310. Uh, Joe, go ahead. How are you? Uh, good afternoon, James and Tina. How are you? Good, 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 I think. Good. Hey, hey listen, uh, the reason I called, it, this is so strange. I just had a brain freeze. It's all right. You guys, oh, that's all right. You guys have ever had that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like uh, every day, all day. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as you said that, I forgot the reason I was going to call. That's all right. That's all right. It was good to talk with you. Um, the um, I'll, I'll think of it. Okay. Well, we were talking about the UAW. We were talking about, uh, what did we talk about, COVID? Okay, I want to I say one thing about the UAW. Okay. Or about the automotive plant. Uh, okay. General Motors. Um. I, I used to work back in the early 70s. I worked for uh, Detroit Diesel Allison. But I never was in the union. I was always salaried. Um, mm. And I was in time study. So mm. uh, I was hated by most of the people that were in the union because I would ride around on my little cart. When they saw me coming, they'd yell, union steward, because they, they thought I was out there to cut their job. But that that's not the case. But anyway, um, James, I, I invested in a lot of the, 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 the programs that they had buying General Motors stock. And at that time, they were paying like a dollar and a half per share oh, mm-hmm. in dividends. And at one time, uh, General Motors stock dropped down to like $38 a share. So what what with a young guy that's, that's making some decent money, why don't you just start stacking this stuff? Well, I stacked and stacked, and a lot of that money, I used it for various things with my kids growing up. And then all of a sudden, the dividends went from a dollar and a half to 75 cents to 40 cents to mm. whatever it was, like 20 cents. Mm. And then they, they merged and bought uh, uh, Hughes Aircraft Company, and the stock split. And then they bought Raytheon, and then more stock. And then all of a sudden, they went bankrupt. And guess what happened to that stock? The value of it. Mm. Yeah, it plummeted. Yes. And then the government bailed them out. Yeah, the government bailed them out. 
and I've got a GM card. I remember uh, the lady on OnStar telling me, oh, the good thing, uh, uh, we just paid the government back all the money that uh, we owed them. And that's a good thing, I said, and I explained the story to her. I said, so don't tell me nothing about a good thing. Give me my money back. That would be a yeah. good thing. That's right. Course, that did you happened. hear what we said about uh, about uh, automaker, the big three, their, their profits? From- Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba da ba ba ba. 2013 to 2022, 250 BB billion. And the CEOs at Ford, GM, and Stellantis have seen their salaries jump 40% over that oh, same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. So that's, but, that's where your money But, James, yeah. here's the problem I have. Explain to me and tell me where there is one automaker in any city between here and Muncie. None that I know of. None. And there's I mean, one Kokomo, Kokomo, but that's the other way. Kokomo, yeah. there's one. In all of these little communities around Indianapolis, but it's not like it used to be. Yeah. And don't tell me that that wasn't planned. Yeah. We've had that complaint before a lot, that yeah. that new factories and, and, and new development like Amazon. And, I mean, Amazon's out in, out in um, you know, north of Whitestown. I mean, it, Well, yeah, they're in McCordsville. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and places well, like that, these big mega, mega uh, warehouses. Yeah. Uh, or uh, what's that, that where you where, want to put your future? Yeah. Uh, what's that county to the to the west of us where Brownsburg is? Uh, you know, it, it, west west of us and east of us, Hancock County, uh, Hendricks County is what I'm looking for. Um, you know, like you said, all of these these operations put out there in non multicultural areas. Right. Um, so right. if you want a job out there, I guess you could go get one, but you're going to have to travel every day. And <laughs> and there's no guarantee that when you travel to go apply for it, there's no guarantee that you're going to get it. And mm-hmm. just remember, uh, that bad weather is one of those things that back in the days, you had guys traveling from Terre Haute all over Indiana to come yeah. here to work in Indianapolis at these factories. Yeah. Regardless of what. Yeah. Remember what I called about, Tina. Okay, go ahead. Do See, you guys... He comes right back. Have See? you heard, or what are your thoughts about Lauren Burbick Bur- 
whatever her name is. Gracious. And that oh. stunt that she pulled <sighs> in a movie house. And if you look at it closer and do a little research, the guy was actually fondling her in in a in a sexual manner. And she turns around and looks to see if anybody's looking. More GOP hypocrisy. It's just and more hypocrisy. Don't do anything to her. I know. I know. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it, it was. It was really. It was absolutely pathetic. It, yeah. it, it really is for one of our representatives to uh, mm-hmm. to, to act like that. And the Republican Party just looks at it like, well. Well, yeah, and I, I think that that's what's even more pathetic is the the lack of action, decorum, putting pulling putting up the guardrails and reining this stuff back in. The the G, the GOP simply appears totally uninterested um, in doing anything about it. The wild, I mean, look at what's going on with they probably getting ready to shut down the government over some nonsense. Uh, you know, risking our military readiness over some nonsense. Nobody has any control. Who Who's watching, you know, who who's minding the store with for the GOP? Because they're all going rogue. Everybody's got it. You know, everybody's got an agenda and it's all wackadoodle. And somebody that's a Republican, that's voting Republican, should ask themselves, what have they done for you? Yeah. Tell me one bill that they have passed out of the House for you. For you. Exactly. Not you personally. But for you and your family. Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to tell how many Biden has passed for you? Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he really has. That that story hasn't been told yet. He's uh, going to have to start telling it with I the double megaphone. I told James, but you know what? We need somebody like, like uh, uh, when, Biden, when uh, uh, Obama was running. Uh, Clinton came in, and one night he stood there and explained everything about Biden's agenda versus the Republican agenda. And if people didn't walk away and understand what was going on, that that was their problem. But we need somebody to break it down bit by bit by bit so people can understand. There are a lot, well, my gas is too high. Uh, is that the fault of Joe Biden? When yeah. the state of Indiana, our gas tax is how much? 71 cents per gallon? That adds a lot to it. Mm-hmm. Huh? And, uh, you know, I said that adds a lot to it. And the fact that Saudi Arabia, every time it, the gas prices go down, which are a benefit to most Americans, if not all, they cut production. That's why it's important that we try to become uh, energy independent. And what you were saying right. about uh, Representative Lauren Boebert, she was escorted uh, on uh, uh, September 10th out of a Beetlejuice musical mm-hmm. in Denver for yeah. alleged mm-hmm. disrupting uh, behavior. And, yeah. so, you know. and you know what? A friend of mine sent me, let me see if I can find it, sent me a text. Here we go. Uh, and the headline is, Missouri dad who fought to get LGBTQ plus books banned from school, arrested for child molestation. That is the hypocrisy that is rampant. 
that is rampant within the GOP and nobody is pulling it back in. Nobody's saying that's not us. That's not who we want to be. That doesn't represent what we think. That doesn't represent what we want people to think we are. Nobody. Hypocrisy is deafening. They've been spending a lot of time talking about Fetterman mm-hmm. and the way he dressed. They've yeah, been spending that, a lot of time talking about that as opposed to doing something about this train that's about to go off. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the government could be shut. It's it's, it's just pathetic, and uh, I I don't know how it's going. You know, they're they're kind of they to me in a lot of ways they're imploding anyway. It's a slow implosion. Yeah. They're they're imploding yeah. from the inside out, and they are too uh, politically ambitious, I guess, to see it. They just simply cannot see it. And by the time they do, it's going to be too late because there won't be a GOP anymore. Well, the one thing that we can say, I'm going to let you know, is that the people who are sensible, be them a Republican, Independent, or Democrat, you should see what's going on and be able to register and vote. And I know a lot of people, oh, I voted, doesn't make any difference. It does. Your vote makes a lot of difference. Yeah, and I'm gonna go out and vote until I'm not able to anymore. I'm telling you, you guys need to go out and vote. And all of this killing and kids uh, are doing what they're doing. And oh, by the way, mm. did you know that a person got killed at 25th and Sherman Drive, probably a few hours ago? I saw it. I saw it. Where they hit that pole and the pole fell over on the car. I didn't see that. Oh, I, just, I didn't see that. Uh, oh. you know, it wasn't. It wasn't a shooting. It was what? An I, oh, I thought you were talking about a shooting that was out there. No, it was right there, twenty fifth in front of Harms, uh, by Safeway, twenty fifth and Sherman Drive, and and whoever it was hit that big post out in front of Harms, and the post fell over on the car. Mm-mm-mm. Now, if there was a shooting before that. I don't know. No, there there was a shooting out that way. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, I do know that that, that whoever, maybe that car, hit that post mm-hmm. and hit it hard enough to knock it over, and it fell over on the car, and the person is dead. Oh my God! And and, mm-hmm. and on the news, they didn't say shooting. Well, there was a shooting. I mean, no, seriously, there's there's been a shooting out that way because I just saw. Hey, Kenny, so. you can take and roll the dice, and I guarantee you there's been a shooting every day. Mm-hmm. You know. Unbelievable. You won't, up, you won't come up with crap, that's for sure. But uh, a lot of these people don't understand no. that uh, the importance of life. Yeah. So, All righty, hey, Joe. you guys have right. a good Thanks. You have a good week, and be careful out there. Okay, All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Eric, go ahead. How are you? Yes. Uh, good afternoon, Sister Tina and Brother James. Good afternoon, good afternoon. I have a uh, just a comment. You guys were talking about uh, COVID earlier, mm-hmm. and I agree with you one hundred percent about long COVID. Because mm-hmm. I had COVID a couple years ago, and I'm still suffering wow. from my taste. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can smell. Uh-huh. You know, it's 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 just weird. I can I can smell. But but my taste is pretty much pretty much shot, mm. and uh, I I went to see you know my sinuses have kicked in even more since COVID you know, but 
but but but I can't seem I can't seem to taste anything. And I went to see. And this has been over almost three years now. I went to see uh, ENT, and uh, he asked me a lot of questions, and you know, mm-hmm. just asked me a lot of questions, and pretty much he stood up at the end and said, "Well, Eric, uh, shook my hand. He said, I'm sorry, I, I haven't heard of this before." And and he shook my hand and he said, "Now we can look at it. It's we can look at something neurological with you, but." The questions that he asked me, there were all no questions. So he said they don't need to waste money on that. And I'm I'm just curious to know if if you guys heard of anybody or anybody out there that's listening know of anybody that still doesn't have their taste and if they got it back or just you know I'm trying to get the word out like that you know. Okay, well thank you, Eric. Uh, I I mean I I have heard people share stories like yours. Uh, I don't know the the people personally, but I've heard people share stories like yours of of long-term effects. Uh, Dr. Kane shared some of those um, that, you know, when she was on once about just as quite a bit we simply do not know um, about long COVID and the effects. And, and some people are perfectly well, not debilitating or anything, just minor you know, minor things, and it's still in research. You know, they're still trying to figure it out. So Because it's so, we've never had this before. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people yeah. believe they haven't, you know, China, the Chinese government, while they <clears throat> deny that, it, but a lot of people believe it came out of a lab in mm-hmm. Wuhan, not from some bats or something, Wuhan, China, and that, not that it was intentional, it may have been accidental, but they were working on this, this biological disease and Mm -hmm. uh, you know i mean look at what happened over there it shut down cities where they locked people in their rooms so i'm sure they didn't want that but eric is right there have been uh people who have stories they've expressed those stories tina um lost of taste lost of smell brain fog where they can't remember things that they were remembering without any um trouble at all um, so we just don't know. I mean, you and I are neither of us are Dr. Kane, but uh, mm-hmm. Marion County, you know, Director of Health, uh, Dr. Virginia Kane. But but we've heard these stories, so yeah. he's absolutely right. Yeah, indeed. And back to uh, Joe's <clears throat> uh, call, uh, I, I've checked three sources. And they're all reporting the same thing. And uh, Joe and I were talking about the same incident. It says one dead in a shooting on Indy's east side. According to our news gathering partners, uh, one person is dead after a shooting on the east side. According to Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department, officers were called to the 2600 block of North Sherman, uh, just north of where Sherman crosses Mass Ave at approximately noon, port of a person shot. Uh, officers reported a riding on the and finding a vehicle crashed into a power pole. The driver of the vehicle, who was pronounced dead at the scene, reportedly had what appeared to be a gunshot wound or wounds. Uh, It is unclear at this time if the victim uh, was shot while driving or prior to getting behind the wheel and crashing. Um, No further information has been released. Anyone with information is asked to call Crime Stoppers. So, um... So Joe and I were talking about the same thing because I saw the report that a person shot. He saw a report somebody hitting a power pole and the pole went on him. And so it looks like it's both. Yeah. It's both. Exactly. I, and, that, and that makes sense, <clears throat> Tina. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, 
Joe expressed, you know, what do we do? What, what do we do? I heard mm-hmm. uh, the, the show the other day, and Mike called in, and he was saying, you know, we need checkpoints. We need more mm-hmm. um, law enforcement in, in, in areas where uh, I think the last two or three shootings have been on the Far East side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, in areas where this is rampant, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, I'm for prayer. I believe that we should pray against the spirit of murder in this city. That will go a long way. And then we need action as well to go along with that. Absolutely. You know, I think Mike was absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, Rebecca, go ahead. You wanted to talk about immigration. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, I I could talk about that COVID thing, too. But, yeah, um, I was just wondering, I was watching the news, I guess, this morning, and I was, or maybe it was last night's news I was watching, and they were talking about how 9,000 migrants came across just in one day or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess they're all coming from Venezuela. It's not Mexico. They're coming through Mexico, but Mm -hmm. they're mainly from Venezuela. And I was just wondering, you know, I've said this to family and I've asked, why haven't, why haven't, why hasn't every, and I guess it's politics. I know that's what it's going to be. Um, Why haven't we had like the, the president called a summit and ask every governor to uh, come and or send their representatives and their homeland security person or whatever. And why why haven't we sat down and made up a comprehensive plan? Because they can't all go to New York and Florida and Texas and California and all of that. Why isn't there a comprehensive plan that every state is going to take a certain amount of migrants that the government will give some type of financial support to this, each state for taking them? Because yeah. let's face it, like in Nebraska, it could take a lot of people more so than maybe in New York yeah. and things like that. Or they Utah. Have and Montana. Then, why mm-hmm. haven't we gone to the U.N. and even said we need to declare an, an emergency, mm-hmm. uh, a worldwide emergency or what have you, like they do for some other places? Because Brexit. many of them coming <laughs> to us. And even Canada's taken a few, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but there ought to be something where we look at them and say, look, if uh, – if you don't have family that's directly in this country, we'll get you out of your bad situation, but we can't promise you where you're going to end up. Yeah. So, you know, and as long as you're willing to agree to that, we will get you to a place of safety. Mm-hmm. So if they end up in Finland, they end up in Finland. Yeah. You know, or, you know, if Finland says we'll take 20,000, 20,000 are going to Finland and they can't complain. They just wanted to get away from because yeah. we understand they're well, trying to get away from a yeah. bad situation. And, and Rebecca, that thank you. And you have thought it through. And that's great. That is great. Uh, but it, it's clear. And that's that's one of the this the steady uh, bipartisan criticisms of of all of the administrations, the Trump, the Biden, whatever, is that there's not comprehensive immigration reform. There just doesn't seem to be uh, any uh, surefire way to tackle it. And what yeah. Rebecca had suggested is as good as anything else. But she's right. I think it's the urgency that's lacking in terms of getting a good, timely, fair. Uh, reasonable immigration policy in place or else, you know, you heard the dire warning, huh? 
Go ahead, Tina. I, no. I certainly want to add on to that. No, you just heard the dire warning from uh, New York Mayor Eric Adams uh, about the fact that this could absolutely ruin their. I mean, you know, it's 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 serious. Yeah, uh, and, and, and the administration just approved yesterday, like five hundred thousand temporary worker uh, permits mm-hmm. uh, for not a, a pathway to citizenship, not a pathway to even uh, uh, permanent work permits, but temporary work permits to allow the tens of thousands of Venezuelans who are in mm-hmm. cities like New York right, and right. Chicago to work so they're not just sleeping on the sidewalk. Yeah, hey, and people need workers. <laughs> they need yeah. workers, so indeed. Uh, Ron, go ahead. You wanted to weigh in on immigration? Yes, go ahead. Yeah, you wanted to continue on immigration? Uh, yes, ma'am. Uh, the uh, and I was listening to the lady, the uh, lady that called before. Uh-huh. Uh, these cities like Montana, uh, yeah, yeah, and Utah and places like they they won't accept immigrants, and the, mm-hmm. and the government can't force them on them. And they punish cities like New York and and uh, San Francisco and places like that. Yeah, sanctuary, so, sanctuary cities, cities, sanctuary cities. Yeah, and and they won't they won't take these immigrants in because it 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 they don't look like them. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing that, that really concerns me is the fact that the Venezuelan immigrants are being are getting a, a special pass, right, to come into the United States, right. And Haiti is facing pretty much a civil war, okay? And they can't, they can't get that special treatment. Haitians can't get that special treatment. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I'll, I'll, I'll talk about is this recent indictment of Bob Menendez. Yeah, that's at this time. <laughs> him and his wife, right? You know, both he, of them. He, yeah, he got a hung jury on the first time, and I guess he's just just went Trump wild. Yeah, he, he's he's going to do this, so. Those are the two things I had to talk about. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. And, James, you, you no doubt read the headlines, New Jersey uh, Senator Bob Menendez, who has long been on the radar of uh, everybody for just about everything <laughs> that you can think of illegal uh, and does seem to be taking a page from the Trump MAGA uh, <laughs> mindset in that I'm going to do what I want to do, and you can catch me if you can, but mm, yeah, I'm going to do it because I can. And I, I don't know. I mean, I'm making this up. But yeah. uh, it does yeah. seem to be... A a pretty uh a pretty interesting uh history that that man has and uh yeah not a I good mean, you one you want to slide down that slippery slope you might crash to, yeah you might you know, cra- keep it up keep and, going and he's had plenty of opportunities to slide out of that space it, and uh, for yeah, whatever reason I, th- I think rebecca was absolutely right they need to but like you said they, they can't come together and pass a budget Mm-mm. let alone immigration reform they cannot they're so divided that's the problem we have right now you know it's two thousand and 718 miles from Venezuela to Texas. Those people go through that, what do they call it, the, 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 the Mayan jungle? I don't know what they call but it's full of snakes and, mm-hmm. you know, spiders and, 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 and dangers and, 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 and ravines and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, rivers. And, I mean, to just to get there, most of them, well, some of them have gotten on the train and they, they've stopped that, but most of them are walking up there. Mm-hmm. And it's because uh, they, you know, they claim that that one guy was on. I saw him this morning. They were going to kill my whole family. But like Ron said, that should be, uh, you know, the the, the welcome mat for America. Um, You know, you get here and you can claim asylum. That should be uh, 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 the 
Matt, that is uh, available to everyone. Mm-hmm. I like Should his be. point about the Haitians, too. You know, why is it? Is it because of their darker skin? Because of their poverty? Because they come from Haiti? Oh, there's always They're been, not allowed yeah. to come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, there's always been a little extra there with the Haitians. So, um, let's see. Uh, Zach, go ahead. How are you? Oh, I'm all right. How are you guys? Good, thank you. Uh, Good. I wanted to comment. Uh, the Republicans know what they're doing. They can't get away with people saying, ah, oh, they don't understand. And another thing, they, that's what they always say about Donald Trump. He doesn't understand what he's doing. If he, if he don't, that's his problem. But we, he can't get away with that. That's all I wanted to say. Okay, thank you, Zach. Uh, uh, yeah, Ron, go ahead. Lo- lovely Tuna and James. Uh, love you guys both. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wishing everybody all the best. Uh, my question is, on yesterday, when people were calling in with questions mm-hmm. that are going to be presented, um, one of the things that always gets my attention is they ask about food deserts and what the government or what the um, mayor or city is going to do about grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And, James, if you're familiar with how the government works, uh, are, are these does the mayor can actually open grocery stores? The mayor can create economic development packages that make it attractive for yeah. uh, for companies to, to come in there. Or the, it can lead the way with economic development. That's that's what that is. If he wants it to happen. If he wants it to he happen. can make it happen. Yeah. Or he can at least facilitate, like Tina said, the, the uh, conditions that would be conducive. Um, you know, things like, um, what do they call those? Mm-hmm. Not empowerment zones, but the, the tax district. Mm, tax, tax. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can push that. But Ron, um, before you go, uh, I just wanted to let you know, I like what you said the other day about reparations, about what has been left from the the people of this nation, who I talked about, uh, Gail Buckley, Lena Horne's daughter, who wrote a book called American Patriots, showing that we have tried to fight in every war in this nation. But I didn't mean to, 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 to change your uh, train of thought regarding, um, you know, regarding the uh, you know the the the, the, the uh, I didn't mean to, tra- to change your uh, train of thought regarding stores in neighborhoods, but go ahead. Thank you, and and I'm glad that you did notice that because as I said, uh, if you got forty billion dollars to give to the Ukraine and you gave all the Japanese twenty thousand dollars a piece, you should be writing checks for here in America. But uh, if you're going to buy whatever uh, uh, COVID test. I'm glad for that, too. However, I'm thinking about America and Americans, which I happen to be. And uh, it's just that I don't think that 
and I understand maybe he can write tax breaks, maybe the mayor could do this, maybe. But the problem I have is at 46 in Arlington, they closed the Kroger. I don't know why. At 40, at 38th and Post, uh, they, they closed the Kroger. The Cub that was in the Meadows, it was closed. And, and when I say they, I'm talking about the owners of those businesses. Uh, usually, owners of businesses don't close profitable businesses. We're in America. We do everything we can to make a dollar. When, when, when we can't make a dollar, we find something else to do with our money. Uh, I, I just well, don't know how much. Maybe it's because, Ron, that, uh, you know, they had that Cub Foods at one time over in the Meadows, uh, just east 38th Street, just east of uh, Keystone. And Cub Food said, you know, more merchandise was walking out the door than, you know, than they could yeah. make a profit of. I, and that's I a, don't know. That's a recurring theme with a lot of them. Sometimes it's a corporate thing where the company itself just simply folds and, and you know, has to go. But you're, you're right, James. We have been told more times than not that when more product is going out the door than coming in, uh, the cost of security is incredibly high. Uh, so they can't afford to have both security and, you know, Loss of pro yeah, it's just a it's it's a we cyclical today. Yeah, it's a, just a shooting today. Yeah, over there at thirty. Go ahead, Tina. No, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, we just w the last two shootings have been on the far east side of, of the last three, two the, at least. Mm. There was one on the you know south side, which was a domestic. But <clears throat> I mean, you know, the people over there have to take control of their neighborhoods, Ron. Well, that's where my barbery is over. At 30th in Sherman, so I'm hoping that, you know, things will always hopefully try to find a way to improve. It's just that it is extremely difficult for our, uh, for our police force, our mayor, for anybody to stop stupid people. That's where our drama comes from. Really stupid people who aren't being accountable, and you can't account for them because you don't know who they are. If they were a group, or if they were a police, if they were a gang, you could almost hold somebody responsible. But we don't know who to hold responsible. You can have a march, or you can do whatever, but you just don't know where those people are in the middle of the night sometimes, and obviously in the middle of the day sometimes. But these are bad people doing bad things, and it's really hard to control bad people doing bad things. Tina James, you guys have a great weekend. Love you like always. And all our callers, you guys enjoy yourself. Have a great weekend. Thank you, uh, Ron. But you know what? I, I'm going to push back a little bit on that because I think police know very well uh, where some of these and how some of these shootings are connected and who they're connected to. Uh, but as, as Ron said, catching them before, you know, catching the crime before it happens is the key. But they, you know, they have intelligence and they know, you know, stuff uh, and, yeah. you know, the beefs and, and who's after who. And this one was in retaliation for that. They, yeah. they pretty much, they know. Right. And, you know, Tina, just to add to what he was saying, too, about the... Uh you know, the Japanese being interned and they were uh, rewarded for it. Don't forget about the Native Americans, the the uh, indigenous people who were here when the Europeans came here. And and they have been given, uh, you know, I mean, some, some of it's been reservations, some of it's not out east, it's just plain land. But millions, literally millions of acres of land. Um, so that's what uh, black people have been denied, in my view. In oh, very real no way. doubt, no doubt. Yeah. Hey, um, 
going to take a quick break and come back with more Community Connection uh, right after this. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Tina Cosby here with our contributing analyst, James Patterson. James, another uh, programming reminder, and we'll continue with the reminders from now until, of course, October 8th. Uh, But as we've been sharing, Democratic Mayor Joe Hoxett and his GOP challenger, Jefferson Shreve, are going to square off on October 8th at 5 o'clock right here uh, in our studios in a live debate. Uh, We're going to be broadcasting it across our properties. Um, Yesterday, uh, we took a number of questions from listeners that they would like to submit for consideration uh, for the debate stage. Uh, Because there's a committee, we had to get uh, as many questions as we could in by 11 o'clock this morning. Uh, There were some that came in um, overnight or whatever, and we were able to get those forwarded. But, um, yeah, just, uh, you know, just uh, questions uh, that are going to be coming from uh, the community. Our our show was just one of several sources uh, that are going to be... uh, contributing these questions to the debate stage as well. So hopefully uh, some of our listeners' questions will be uh, chosen once that committee goes through. But they, as you can well imagine, it's going to be a whole, whole, whole lot of questions. Yeah, a uh, whole lot of questions. Yeah, so uh, we're going to be uh, excited about that. Uh, open lines today. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Pierre, go ahead. How are you? Oh, good afternoon, Tina and James. I know you'll hey, be glad uh, to hear. Pierre, uh, uh, you're going to comment on immigration, right? I mean, I don't know. No, complete. Uh, no, I want to hit COVID <laughs> first. Okay. I just want to let you guys know that uh, Pete and James, uh, today I went and got my COVID and flu shot. Wonderful, uh, wonderful. Yeah, because yeah, I want to. I want to stay healthy, and I want to still be able to call into the show, <laughs> not coughing and hacking. and everything. So yeah, that I'm makes happy sense. to know that uh, Pierre went and got his. Uh, COVID shot and flu shot over at Walgreens, and I encourage everybody to do the same because I know some folks who swore off the COVID shot, they ain't putting that stuff in their body, and they ain't here today. I know. Yeah, and you can take both of those at once, right? Yeah, uh, Yeah. I got two at once in the the same arm. Didn't even feel it. Okay, Mm -hmm. and then the other thing is um, I heard two callers on immigration. The Democrats better wake up because this is a big issue. Uh, and, you know, this is putting your head in the sand and uh, the, the administration letting 500,000 Venezuelans uh, get work permit. Uh, that is a pathway to citizenship, because once somebody got a job and a house and, a, uh, and all of that, you can't kick them out of the country and you can't send them back. And here's 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 the thing that I want to bring up is that the administration, the Biden administration has to end this wrong-headed policy of sanctions against Venezuela and Cuba. For what? And you're crippling these people's economy. That's why these people are getting on the road and coming to the United States of America, okay? Because they can't eat. And it's this wrong-headed policy of sanctions and we deal with China, but we don't want to deal with Venezuela, and we don't want to deal with Cuba. And that's just crazy. And so we shouldn't is, sanction them? No. Why, why, why do we have sanctions against Venezuela? Because we don't like uh, Brother Maduro? Because we don't like Nicolas Maduro? They had a free election. 
They voted him. We try to make Pierre. Do you really believe that? We Tina <laughs> free election. Tina, <laughs> free, uh, I can't believe you said that. Free election in Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no I'm saying that, that that's what international observers have said. But uh, we try to make <laughs> okay. Juan Guaido their president. And and I mean, just go just go look it up. Don't believe Pierre. Just go look it up. We try to make Juan Guaido their president. And, and, and the last thing I'll, I'll bring up for the mayor's race is Indianapolis a sanctuary city. Um, I don't think it should be. And quite frankly, I think the, um, all of these immigrants that just showed up at the border and said, you know, let us in because we need they need to be sent back. But I want to know, Tina, where's Congressman Carson stand on this immigration issue? All these people coming into the country. And, and Tina and James, and I ask you this, and I hang up. How many folk do you think we should let in the country? You well, what we about Rebecca's uh, suggesting that we send them to sparsely populated areas like mm-hmm. Montana no, no. and Utah? There's no jobs there. They can't. They can't live there. We'll still have to. Uh, we'll still have Coach to help them, feed them, and house them. But I'm just saying, how many people? Because these people are coming, and they're 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 going to compete against African Americans. Latinos that are already here and white people for those jobs. And they're not working in the field. They're going in the factory. See, see the, the, Pierre, though, that's that's where I, I, just, I think it gets a little sideways. And thank you, you know, for your call. But when he talks about competing against people for jobs, there are jobs that are wide open that nobody is taking that can be filled by some of these folks who are Immigrants, James, right? Our, our unemployment rate is uh, 3.8%. There are still more than one job for every uh, person in the labor market available. They still don't have enough labor mm. to fulfill the jobs. There's still There's many, a labor many shortage jobs country, available. Yeah. And they, I mean, we the, the sheriff's department just said the guy was let out for murder because that he's 300 deputies down. So, yeah. uh, you know. So you're going to tell me the immigrants are, are competing against the, uh, de- for that? I mean, that that's one example, a very good example, James. Hey, uh, Dion Levingston is here, Would fresh off the... Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know, Dion. Dion's here. Uh, Would well, Would Venezuela miss? had free elections. <laughs> that's what he said. I'm, I, I'm not making fun of okay. it, but I, I just find it that I, that, that was hard to, to believe. I, but anyway. So I, all I want to say, I just came in here to congratulate Al. Alice on her first classic, right? Because um, oh, the coaches' luncheon. Because yeah, I'm leaving the coaches' luncheon, luncheon which was excellent mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. at the stadium. And um, I've said on here before, my dad was a North Carolina Central graduate. No, you didn't. Yeah, he played know. basketball in North Carolina Central. So oh, um, yeah, that was one of the original HBC. One of the originals and mm-hmm. one of the best. I mean, they're ranked um, in mm-hmm. FCS football, so oh, they're wow. one of the best. Wow. Oh, yeah, they're one of the best um, HBCU football teams. So um, this should be a good game, and uh, I look forward to the city and everyone coming in, and North Carolina Central and uh, Mississippi Valley both said how the city has treated them so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this should be a really, really great game. And I just wanted to congratulate Alice and her whole staff. I was at the coaches' luncheon, um, had a very good conversation with the mayor for like 20, 30 minutes while we oh, sat you did. there. Yeah, so it was a good conversation with the mayor. And Uh um, how's he doing? He's doing well. (laughs) The the mayor and I um, had a conversation about what we've had um, Mm -hmm. and what I've come on the show and said several times that um, 
The city of Indianapolis just gets handicapped as far as dollars because dollars go to our surrounding cities because of the way the structure is. And I don't want to go down the rabbit hole, Tina, because it's a rabbit hole. State tax. It's a legislative issue. You know how how much this bothers me and how much this is a rabbit hole issue for Mm me. And I was just congratulating him on, if you have not been by there, and we talked about it a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. um, especially doing Reverend Williams and um, Classic Weekend. That Mm -hmm. park is amazing for Reverend Williams. And thank you to um, Eli Lilly and the foundation and for giving the dollars to Indianapolis parks um, around the city. They've turned the parks into some really incredible um, scenic and just usable spaces in the city Mm -hmm. of Indianapolis. And that's amazing. Yeah. So I just want to congratulate um, Alice. It was interesting that they had the um, Central City Classic um, princesses in there, um, Mm -hmm. which was good. So... That was my first interaction with Indiana Black Expo and Circle City Classic. So, um, yeah, I got scholarships from Indiana Black Expo while I was in mm. school. Um, they, 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 those scholarships that they talk about, and they hand out, and people, oh, those scholarships helped me get through college. So yeah. I was home, and Reverend Williams called my dad. I love, I love Rev. Rev called my dad and said, "Hey, Paul, um, you know them scholarships I gave to your boy. Um, <laughs> you talk about him being on the because um, I was a photo editor for the community news newspaper at Howard and." Uh, um, and the yearbook. He said, he can take some pictures for me and get some of that money back I gave him. So um, <laughs> so I became the photographer for Classic and then the photographer for a lot of the pictures at Expo. And that's how my relationship with Revan Williams started as a college student. And when wow. so when I talk about my passion for Classic and Expo and Rev as a mentor, mm-hmm. it goes back to my teen years all the way till now. So I was just very happy to be at the park and um and Rev was just such a special person. Mm-hmm. He 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 has yeah. earned every honor that is being bestowed upon him. He really has. Yeah. yeah. He was he, he was one in a million. He was different. Yeah. I remember Special. the last days. Uh, and by the way, you know the story, Dion, about how uh, Jim Ursay and them, uh, you know, provided a plane for him in his last years uh, to go up to the Mayo Clinic in, in, yeah. in Minnesota oh. and, and treat treat the cancer he was fighting. Mm. And I was privileged to... Uh, to, to, to see him in his last days, we went out to his house in Washington Township, me and Sister Sue, uh, and prayed for him, and uh, he was so appreciative of that. He was still an, a humble man, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. very close to, to the end of his days on the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rev was such a special person. I'll never, I could sit in here and tell Rev stories or just have people on the floor. Mm-hmm. I remember one time Rev called me, said, I need you to come over to the office, I need you to come over to the office. I said, okay. And, um, well, um, so first off, whenever we would do things, this is I can tell you young rev stories and old rev stories where I'm concerned. But whenever we would do things with the classic or expo, mm-hmm. and I would question like an expense or something, they told me I need to talk mm-hmm. to rev. Mm-hmm. 
I knew there was some mess going on. Whenever they said, oh, you need to talk to Rev about that, I'm like, oh, my God, here it comes. <laughs> and then I walk into the room, Rev, like, hey, and then Rev told me the idea, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, okay, um, I, this cost me more money when I walk in the room than what I had when I left the room. Rev was always thinking of creative ideas and creative things to enhance Indianapolis and enhance the expo experience. One time, Rev called me and said, come on to the office, come on to the office. So I come over to the office. I walk in the office and um, Cedric, who does the um, Black Circus, right, is mm-hmm. sitting in Rev's office. And I'm like, okay. And he introduced me to Rev and everything. And I'm like, oh, okay. He said, now, he said, we're gonna bring, we're gonna bring the Black Circus to Indianapolis. And I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> exciting, exciting. He said, now this is what I need you to do. I need you to make sure this is a successful circus. <laughs> But I don't want you to give them none of the advertisement, promotions, or anything that I get. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, that was Rev. Rev was special. Yes, he was. I just loved Reverend Williams. He was hes just an amazing man. He was. And so hopefully everyone is in full mode. You've bought your tickets to Circle City Classic. Mm -hmm. Um, You're headed to Gino's show tonight. Uh, yes. At Clues, right? At Clues Hall, yeah. You're headed Cabaret. to Cabaret You're headed tonight. to Gino's show at Clues, Clues. which is the um, heat wave, right? I don't know. I should um, know that. I had that. Um, it's uh, tonight is... Uh, I got. I just had it up because I just talked about it. Yeah. yeah so that you're uh, headed to Gino's show tonight at Clues, or you know, um, that, that used to be held at the. Uh, what's Soul it Jam, the rooftop, the rooftop ballroom down. It, it used to be at the roof. At the roof, it did. And yeah. then it went to um, actual inside of the uh, dramatic heatwave, Blue Magic, yeah. and uh, the Doo Wop. Mm-hmm. And and that's at Manhattan. That's tonight at Clues, right? Yes, tonight at Clues, and then tomorrow morning, of course, the parade. Parade and everything. Now, where is Brian? Brian Alden is at the fairgrounds with Fantasia and Joe. Mm-hmm. Is that tonight or that's tomorrow? To, that's that's going to be uh, all weekend, isn't it? No, I think it's either tonight or tomorrow with Fantasia and Joe at the Friday, fairgrounds. September 8th, Saturday, September 23rd at... At the fairgrounds? Oh, that until okay. That's until at the fairgrounds. Okay, that's uh, at the fairgrounds. Wait a minute. Um, Fantasia and Joe, I do believe. Yeah, at the fairgrounds with Brian Alden. Yeah, yeah. And then eighty-five South is actually Saturday night after the game at Gamebridge. Mm. So there's a lot going on in Indianapolis for whatever age range you are. Mm. <laughs> the, it is covered everywhere from eighty-five South. To Fantasia and Joe, to Heatwave. So whatever your age range or style of music is, you can come out and enjoy that. Make sure you come to the um, classic um, parade, which you will see all of our stations in, and make sure you come to the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. With, um, and because it's in September, the end of September, I believe that was a smart move a couple of years ago. I mean, a few years ago to move it, move yeah. it up to September because I, I remember it always used to rain or be cold. Rain or be cold uh, in October. Yeah. And just and another week or two's difference. Uh, yeah. That week makes a huge difference. Just another week or two's difference because it's always the first Saturday in October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes a huge. That week makes a huge difference. So please enjoy Indianapolis. Indianapolis has a lot to offer, and this is a great weekend for our city to um, shine and and attend the multiple events going on. There's plenty out there. All right. See, yeah. now I just walked in to say congratulations to Alice and a great coach's luncheon. Before I leave, is there anything you need? Oh, and then we've got we had our 
debate meeting earlier today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we are in the planning process. I, I Hopefully you're asking your listeners to send in their questions. Well, I, yes, I, told, already, did I already did that. I told them that we that. had to get them in by 11 this morning. Do we have yep. uh, Do we have more of a window to get some more questions we in? We can get, we had, I get, I believe we had to give the first set of questions to the campaigns Today, on Friday. This, this morning. Right. Yeah. And I believe we have a second set of questions we have to give to the campaign like the beginning of next week or something. Okay, well then I can reopen that then. Yeah, next week, yeah. Well, you got the next you week. got a lot of questions quick. Yeah, yeah. I um, gave you the file. Gave yeah, you, you got very. It's it's interesting too mm-hmm. that the themes are the same: safety, mm-hmm. education, mm-hmm. gentrification. Um, I mean, the themes among uh, almost out of all the questions that come in have the exact same themes. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they're very well. I think it's very focused. I think it's very yeah, focused. That, that's, that's what we've been talking about on this yeah. show. I mean, they yeah. just kind of followed up, and they want they want the the candidates to to answer those. They want the candidates to address it. Uh, the food yeah. deserts too, and, and you know, economic development yeah. in in yeah. underdeveloped or or you know abandoned areas, and that. That's a tough, tough call in terms of how to uh, develop uh, an area economically that's troubled. You know, well, with, 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 about today, that's what the callers Dion talked about today. They were talking they about, about one area in particular, the Far East Side, and how mm-hmm. Kroger was over there and other stores. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. That they said there's a Safeway there now, but Tina mentioned, you know, or and a caller mentioned, I don't, you know, I don't particularly care to go into Safeway. I'm glad it's there for some mm-hmm. people, but their prices are higher. Oh, their prices uh, are, uh, I, yeah. I think it's interesting, and this is a whole nother. I'm not going down the rabbit hole. But this is a whole nother discussion about how their food deserts in certain areas and they become gentrified and the food desert goes away. I could give numerous examples, but I don't want to go down that rabbit hole today. But I just think it's interesting Mm -hmm. that um, that their food (laughs) deserts and we have continual conversation about being food deserts. And as those areas become more gentrified, the food deserts go away. But Mm -hmm. that don't get me started. Also, that's clear. I mean, we can point to several more examples. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also as well, of course, um, mm-hmm. James, of course, more tax base. Um, mm-hmm. That's 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 one way of saying that. Um, <laughs> um, uh, okay. That's one way of saying that. The second yeah. thing I think is interesting is um, the ads have kind of changed a little bit as far as these campaigns and um which makes me wonder where we're at um, just in general as far as the mayor's campaign as we get. Yeah, they're getting um, into more testimonials. Yes, uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. You know, this guy's good. I like him. Go with you him. know what that says to me? And I could be wrong. I'm not a strategist, right? That says mm-hmm. to me that these campaigns are really, I don't want to use the word concern, but they're focusing on getting the vote out, right? Yeah. Turning the out the vote. The, it's the ground gain. It's getting the vote yeah. out. Um, and especially, and I've said it all the time, half the vote in Marion County is black, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. for the mayor, it becomes highly important that you get that vote out. Um, in the black community. And for Jefferson Shreve, it becomes highly important that you can cut some of that vote out in the black community. When I cut yeah, out, he, I mean, he, get some he of those has votes. To either suppress it or he has to flip Pull some it. of it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. and and um and his approach seems to be to try to flip some of it. I mean, especially yeah. with his support on the station, as far as advertising to the audience, I would say that he's trying to flip some of it. Which, I would too. Yeah, yeah, trying to flip yeah. some of it, and I would be shocked if you don't see the mayor become more aggressive in the next couple of weeks to try to get that vote out, mm-hmm. um, because he realizes. He needs to get the vote out in numbers, especially um, and especially among the black community in Marion County. Yep. And, and try to maintain his, his votes. And that's exactly mm-hmm. along the lines of what you said of why we're seeing the personal endorsement ads. And I mean, that's that's a script we see every election cycle. Well, we uh, yeah. And we we shall continue to watch that right now. We got less than 30 seconds to get out of here. So uh, thank you all so, so much. We will be back on Monday. Uh, everybody enjoy classic like Dion said. Dion, thanks for being in. James, thank you as always. We will see you again on Monday. I'm Tina Cosby, and this is Community Connection.